0: Today's specials are brought to you by Fancy Feast. From impeccable pâtés, to silky broths, to chef-inspired creations, a memorable mealtime experience is always on the menu for your cat. Learn more at FancyFeast.com If you have friends struggling in their marriage or a friend that's been divorced two or three times, that that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. The issue is what's their attitude like now? Mm-hmm. Are they committed to God? It's not that they've made mistakes. Are they committed to God? Are they committed to their marriage? Are they committed to doing the right thing? Because you're gonna have some bad days. Welcome to Marriage Day Podcast. We're here to help every couple succeed in marriage and have the marriage of your dreams. And I'm joined today by my wonderful wife, Karen. Thank good you, it's good you. to be here. Um, we're going to talk about the power of friendships today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're talking in this uh, in this podcast about the relationships you have with other people. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be fooled. Bad companions ruin good character. Um, now, I've been a pastor for 42 years. We've been in ministry for 42 years, and we've been married for 50 years. And one of the things that we see, Karen, is your friends are your future, mm. period. End of story. Yes. Yeah,
1: so we tell our kids, our grandkids, yeah. who you hang out is, with is going to affect you.
0: Well, it says don't be fooled. Bad companions ruin good character. Mm-hmm. You know, when, if, if you're a good companion, you have a bad companion, you're, you're not going to redeem them. They're going to they're mm-hmm. corrupt you. This mm-hmm. is what it's saying. So when I got saved, I was 19 years old and I had about 10 very close friends that I ran around with all the time. And I got saved in my friend's bathroom the night after my bachelor party where I did a bunch of bad stuff. And you told me you wouldn't marry me. <laughs> and I got saved in my friend's bathroom. And and I said, Lord, I'll follow you for the rest of my life. And I'll never turn back. When I said, said those words, that's the instant I got saved. Mm-hmm. Immediately after I said those words, the Lord said to me, never see your friends again. And that day, uh, I was the captain of our baseball team. And I took all of the baseball equipment over to practice, laid it on the sidewalk. And walked away from every friendship, never saw him again. Mm-hmm. If I would have kept those friends, I would have never served Jesus. No. Of, of that group of friends, I don't know one of them uh, who is, is a Christian, and two of them are dead from alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Uh, they died in their 30s. So divorce and adultery runs in groups. Mm-hmm. And so does good marriage, do so do good marriages. Mm-hmm. And between us, Karen. Um, And then I I hope this doesn't come across as bragging because I don't mean it like that. In our close friendships, we don't have any divorce. Mm -mm. I mean, I I can't think of one Mm -mm. over many, many years because the people that we run with, the people that we're close friends with, they're not perfect by any Mm -hmm. means, but they're committed to God and they're committed to their marriage.
1: Well, when we were young in the ministry, I had friends that we met every week and just kind of had a little Bible study and we would pray together. And actually three of those friends had major marriage problems. One of them stayed married, but the two of them did end up divorced. I'm not in a relationship with them. I haven't been in a relationship with them in 20 years. But um, I remember, you know, when we were studying the Bible and you and I were still having conflicts, you know, because there's no such thing as a marriage that doesn't have conflicts. Right. On and on. It's like, it's not going to go away. It's just how you learn how to deal with them. So you and I were not getting along that great. And so you were under stress with the church and a lot was going on. And I would meet with these girls. And um, I remember one day, one of these meetings, they were saying, you know, well, people just need to love. uh, You know, it's all about love. And, you know, we just want to be loved, blah, 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 blah. And so you and I were having a fight. And I remember telling you, Well, if you just loved me like Jesus did, we wouldn't have these problems. It's because you're not loving me. OMG, (laughs) I'll never forget how you gave me the look of woman. Don't you ever tell me it was not good because, you know, I went into it with the spirit of I'm better than you and you need to love me like Jesus.
0: Well, let me let me give my side of the story. (laughs) so the you had two friends and you had a lot of great friends
1: oh yeah but you had they two, were good girls they were good friends well, they were just they well, were going through hard times with their relationships
0: i don't know if we're talking about the same women but <laughs> there these were two women who had contempt for their husbands mm-hmm. red baron's new fully loaded hand toss style pizza is so full of toppings. hold on there partner That there pizza is big enough for the both of us. With a half pound of toppings and a soft, chewy crust. It sure is. Problem is, though, this town ain't. Introducing the Red Baron fully loaded hand toss style pizza. Share something awesome. This
1: episode is brought to you by State Farm.
0: And you were...
1: It's the same people.
0: Okay. Well, so you, when you were, you know, it's like your children mm-hmm. and you put your children around these kids over here. When they come back, you can tell they've been with them. Yeah. You know, that's the way you were with them.
1: That's what I'm saying. I, I, I came at you with the wrong spirit. Well, Yeah.
0: Well, you. I remember that day very well. <laughs> well, what, what had happened though was there had been probably a dozen different times that you had been with them and you just came home with this attitude of anti, an anti-man attitude. And your, and your attitude I mean, your attitude toward me was not based on anything I'd done. It was based on the fact you'd been with them and they'd been <laughs> bragging on their husbands the whole time.
1: And I was getting more confidence in the Lord. It's like, oh, my confidence is
0: growing. So, I mean, you came home that day and you said that to me. And I mean, I, I had enough. Well, but here's what I would say. Karen broke off her friendship with those two women. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, you choose them or you choose me because I'm not going to let you be around them anymore because every time you're around them, you get around me, you start <laughs> yeah. banging on me. And so, in other words, even Christian friends, they were a bad influence on you because, see what I'm saying? All of our friends are committed to God in their marriage. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, they were, uh, they had contempt for their husbands. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, rather than getting help mm-hmm. and rather than you influencing them, they began to influence you. So, when we first got married, Karen, we, we did not have any friends. And we joined a church and we met a couple that we really loved. Mm-hmm. And they were a good influence on us. They helped us get closer to the Lord. And we were friends with them for, I don't know, 10 years or so, probably. And then um, he moved. Mm-hmm. They moved about an hour away from mm-hmm. where we lived. And when he moved, now this he was a very godly man. Mm-hmm. And this is a great couple. He was
1: raised with a godly mother.
0: Very godly mother. And this is a wonderful couple that we we loved a lot we'd go stay at their house. They'd stay at our house. Our kids grew up together. Mm-hmm. And then he moved and he went to work for a, a man that was very ungodly mm-hmm. and they traveled together. So um, when he moved and went to work for this guy, the first thing he did was stop going to church. Mm-hmm. And so we were together one, one day and I said, well, tell me about your boss. And he said, yeah, this and this and this. And it, his wife was telling you about his boss and his boss was a, a womanizer and not a good man. Mm-hmm. Well, they were traveling all over the country together. So I said to my friend, hey, why are you, why are you not going to church? And he said, ah, I'm just kind of in a season where I don't think I need church. And I said, uh, really? And so we kind of talked about it. Well, then not long after that, we were together with them. And after we stopped being with them and we were alone, you said to me, I don't like the way he looks at me. I said, what? Mm-hmm. You said, I don't like the way he's looking at me. And I thought... Well, that's eerie. You know, I've got a <laughs> friend sitting there looking at my wife like that. Then I get a call one day mm-hmm. and I can hear these children screaming in the background uh, Daddy, don't leave. And um, th- it was his wife and she says, Talk to him. He's leaving me. And he picked up the phone. I said, Stay right there. I'm not there. He said, no, no. He, and so he tried to talk me into leaving with him and he <laughs> didn't leave his wife for a woman. He left his wife for women. Mm -hmm. He had a friend of his that he was hanging out with, Mm -hmm. and they were both very immoral. And he ended up leaving his wife and just living this immoral life. It began with his relationship with that boss Mm -hmm. and then his relationship with other people. So I've seen this in church for Mm -hmm. in pastoring people, your friends are your future. And no friends are perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that by any Mm -hmm. means. And if you're if you're if you have friends struggling in their marriage or a friend that's been divorced two or three times, that that's not the issue. Mm -hmm. The issue is what's their attitude like now? Mm -hmm. Are they committed to God? It's not that they've made mistakes. Are they committed to God? Are they Mm -hmm. committed to their marriage? Are they committed to doing the right thing? Because you're going to have some bad days. And when you're having a bad day and you go to work, it's like, let's go to strip club tonight. Let's go do this. But when you're having a bad day and you're with a godly friend, they say, let me pray with you about that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. And so. Your friends are your future. And so you want personal friends and couples who love Jesus. Mm -hmm. They're committed to their marriages. They're committed to church and accountability. And they encourage you to do the right thing. I don't have one friend in my life that if we were having marriage trouble, they would encourage me to do the wrong thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I look at Jesus and his friends. He had 12 disciples, but he only had three really close friends. That's right. And sometimes I think you have two, if you have too many friends, then it's not it's not a quality either it's like you have to you know make sure that like you said they're godly and they ha- had the same values and their marriage is good and.
0: well we have hundreds of friends mm-hmm. but if you have two or three close friends you're rich yeah you know and we both have you know a circle of two or three really godly close mm-hmm. friends and i'm saying church is the best place you're going to find your best friends yeah. period and um, it, I would encourage you to to get involved in a local church. Do, you look around until you find one that, you know, that you uh, it is a Bible preaching church and one that you feel comfortable in. But in that church and not all the friends you find in church, you're going to like mm-hmm. and all the friends you find in church are good friends necessarily. Mm-hmm. But once you've been there long enough, you're going to find some people that will become lifelong friends. Julie, our daughter's best friend, she met when she was five years old in church mm-hmm. and they're still friends, to, best friends to this day. So. If you have bad friends, get away from them. Mm-hmm. And and you don't have to go to him and say, You're a bad friend, and I want to see you again. <laughs> what you can say to him is, I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm committing my life to the Lord and um you know and I'm I'm you know seeking his will for my life. And if that's what you want, great, come with me. If not, I won't be able to have this friendship with mm-hmm. you anymore. Or just distance yourself from him. But it doesn't have to be a mean thing that you do. It's self-protective. Don't sacrifice your future and the future of your marriage for an unhealthy friendship. Let you know make them get healthier, but don't put yourself in a position mm-hmm. to where you're, you know, in, in that type of a relationship long term. Your friends are your future. And we hope that this has been helpful to you today. We'll see you here next time for more Marriage Day podcasts. God bless you. Goodbye. Bye.